Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's our Odyssey check-in. I'm Heather sitting with the amazing Jason Aldean. Congratulations on the album drop. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm glad it's uh, finally out there. I feel like we've been talking about it forever. And, and the fact that it's, you know, both parts of it are out now, is it's exciting for sure. Yeah, second uh, half of your double album, Macon, and then now Georgia is out. You surprised us. You gave us a little bit of everything on this album. You got live cuts, new music, your first double album. Yeah, I mean... This being my 10th studio album, we wanted to do something that we obviously hadn't done before. I mean, 10 records is, is a pretty big feat, I think, in this day and age. And so uh, we wanted to do some things we'd never done before. One was a double album. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'd never put out a greatest hits album or a live album. So we kind of were able to incorporate all those things into into this double album and just kind of do something different, cool that we hadn't done. And, uh, and then we decided to drop half of it in November let you know people kind of get familiar with those songs and then drop the next half you know a few months later and uh, let them hear the rest of it so it's kind of a different way to do it but uh, it's been fun for sure i love that you had a lot of time to do some writing during uh, quarantine i'm sure yeah we had a lot of time to work on the record i mean um you know not being able to go on the road and tour for a year and a half gave us a lot of time to you know we had to focus on something else and you know for us music is kind of always our focus so Mm -hmm. you know we had more time to go in the studio and, and really work on an album and what we thought was going to be one album kind of morphed into a double album and and so it uh you know it ended up being something that it wasn't intended to be mm-hmm. but uh but it, you know ended up being a cool thing for sure yeah are you like a lot of other uh, artists when they drop a new album you go right out to target and you you buy a copy no i don't know that i've ever gone and, and bought one of my records at the store i uh i just I download it on the you know yeah. iTunes or whatever, and um, you know I kind of do it like that. And anymore, I mean anymore, it's like you can't even most cars don't even have a CD player in them anymore, so <laughs> it's kind of pointless. But um, <clears throat> I definitely you know go and download the record and kind of do it that way. So speaking of Target, answer for me this: Why is it that we cannot all get out of Target for under two hundred fifty dollars? I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I get it. You know, you go in there for like a toothbrush <laughs> and you leave with you know. Four hundred dollars of stuff. It's it's crazy. Trust we're no different. And my wife is like the biggest impulse buyer in the world. I mean, she'll just walk by something random on the end of the rack, and she's like, "Oh, we need that." I'm like, "No, we don't need that." But we're gonna get that apparently. Yeah. You just opened the door because you know I'm gonna ask you about the squirrel oh, feeders yeah. that she bought on Amazon after a bottle of yeah. Chardonnay. Bottle of wine. <laughs> so we, what happens is at night, you know, we put our kids in bed and. And so my wife and I will just sit there and binge watch our shows or, you know, watch something, drink some wine, whatever. So, and then I, you know, she'll, 
she'll get in the wine a little bit and then she'll pick up her phone and she'll start <laughs> surfing around and the next thing you know like a couple of days later like the weirdest stuff starts showing up at our house and this particular day was i was opening the mail you know and this, these things showed up i opened them up and it was squirrel picnic table feeders it was a little miniature picnic table with a little umbrella <laughs> Apparently, you put feed in it, and squirrels, you know, get up there, sit like they're having a picnic and eat, mm-hmm. which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, right? <laughs> so, not only did she order one, she ordered like five. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. So, then I had to go and put all those up, and I'm like, you know, like I said, she's impulse buyer. Yeah. Remember me talking about sure. that? Sure. Like 30 seconds ago? Yeah. There you go. Prime example. She's- My middle name is Add to Cart. Yeah. That's, I'm telling you. 100%. <laughs> Um, you just coming off a of number one with Carrie Underwood, yeah. If I Didn't Love You. How did that come together? Did you just like text her one day and say, hey, do you want to be a part of the song? You know, that was uh, <clears throat> it's kind of interesting how that worked because going back to the, this album, you know, being the 10th record, we were really trying to find something cool, you know, just kind of a special moment mm-hmm. on, that we could do on the record. Uh, we felt like we had a lot of great songs, but we didn't have that kind of special moment, you know, for, for an album. And... Um, especially for a double album. Yeah. And so we had the idea of, man, it'd be cool if we could do some kind of duet on this record. Nobody in mind really just kind of the idea of a duet, a cool mm-hmm. one. And uh, we kept trying to like find songs or, or make a certain song, a duet that really wasn't written that way. And it just wasn't working out. And so a couple of the guys in my band um, decided they were going to go in and try and write a song one night for a duet. And, um, they called up a couple other people, John Morgan, who's a new artist mm-hmm. we're working with. They called him up and a, a girl named Lydia Vaughn. So the four of them had like a night right where they went in and started writing at like seven o'clock at night. And um, by the next afternoon, they sent me a demo of the song. And uh, he was like, I, he goes, I think I, I think we got our duet. And so I heard it and immediately, I mean, before the song was even over, I was calling my management. I said, hey, call Carrie Underwood's camp and tell him we got something that I think is pretty cool mm-hmm. and I'd like to have her on it if we can pull this off. And so that was kind of how the, how the wheel started to turn at that point. And, um, you know, literally from the time they wrote it until I cut, it was probably a week wow. before I went to the studio and really cut a version of it. And then from, from that, so when Carrie was on it was probably another week and a half. We had her vocal on it, and then like three or four weeks later, it went to radio. So I mean, it was so quick how that song came about and how it happened. And uh, it typically never works like that, but mm-hmm. uh, you know that song's been a really special one for us this year for sure. Yeah, I spent the last twenty four hours listening to Georgia. I, I think it's absolutely one of your best albums. Thank you. But I want to go down the tracks, just a couple of the tracks, with my first thoughts when I heard these songs. Okay. And then I want you to tell me what your first thought was after you recorded it okay. when you got to hear it trouble with a heartbreak trouble with a heartbreak smash for me yeah i mean i thought that song was really cool i, I loved it um i thought it was uh i don't know just kind of a little different than some of the mm-hmm. things we put out in the past and and um you know that was another one that was written by the guys in my band and, and john morgan mm-hmm. and you know those guys wrote a lot for this record and just kind of really got in a groove and yeah. uh, they just you know kept writing these really cool songs and another one that's on here is called midnight and missing you and that's yeah. that that kind of came out of that same group too and uh, i don't know they just kind of got locked in and were writing things that were you know really different and, mm-hmm. and some songs that i felt like you know after 10 albums sometimes you feel like man I've, i mean it's a great song i just feel like we've cut stuff that kind of mm-hmm. sounds like that before and 
And so finding things that are outside of what you've cut in the past, sometimes it's hard, especially this many albums in. And, mm-hmm. and so, uh, you know, they were just bringing things to the table that I felt like were a little different lyrically, melodically. And, and um, I felt like that's what Trouble with Heartbreak was. Yeah. Rock and Roll Cowboy. Banger. I love that song. I feel like that song, uh, it was written by Red Akins and Neil Thrasher, who've written a ton of stuff for us over the years. And, and I felt like that song, like they specifically went in and wrote that song about me and, and kind of my life, where I'm at right now. And um, it was just one that I immediately was just like, thought, you know, this is this is a biography. Almost. Right. So uh, something obviously I could relate to and and something I, I felt like when we played, you know, when we get ready to play that song live. I feel like it's going to be. You know, one of those big stadium anthem yes. type things. Yeah. Uh, whiskey Me Away. Cool washcloth. <laughs> that was my first cool washcloth. Funny story about that song is I was on tour and a guy named Rodney Clawson, who wrote Amarillo Sky for me mm-hmm. years ago, um, sent me that song. He goes, hey, man, I just wrote this song with Morgan Wallen. Um, what do you think? And I was like, well, I love it. Why? Why and Morgan cutting the song? Because yeah. Morgan was, you know, cutting for his album too for the Dangerous record. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, "Well, Morgan thinks he's got too many songs about drinking and whiskey on his album already, so he doesn't <laughs> want to cut another one." I said, "Well, I'm going to cut that one." So yeah, the answer is yes. And I think it was actually the very first song we cut for the album, and uh, I I just loved it lyrically. I mean, um, you know, it's just one of those songs that I don't know. Sometimes those little story songs mm. like that kind of draw you in and, mm. and tell this story and you can kind of picture it all in your mind and uh it was just i call it song furniture it's like these little vignettes of you know kind of painting the movie for you and i feel like that's what that song was and just one that i love to sing we played it last night for the first time ever and uh it's it's one of my favorites on the album your mama i'm just gonna say that when i saw it on the album i thought it's gonna be a a banger your mama yeah that's at least a six kleenexer for me (laughs) Yeah, that song is probably the most personal song I've ever put on an album. Um, you know, for me, it's so unlike what I would normally cut song-wise. I mean, normally I would never cut a song like that. But that particular song was, was uh, I cut it more for my son. Yeah. I, have, I have three daughters and I have who I love dearly, but I have one little boy. He's four years old. And, um, and it was basically a, kind of a letter to him mm-hmm. about how lucky we are to have his mama. Yeah which is my wife. And so <clears throat> that was kind of what that song is about. And, um, and like I said, it's, I didn't know and still don't really know like what's going to happen with that song. If it's going to be a single or mm-hmm. what's, whatever's going to happen with it. <clears throat> but it was more of just something I wanted to do for him. And, uh, and that's why I cut it. Yeah. it. It's nice to see that side of you though. You know, everybody thinks of you as kind of rocking country cowboy, but to see that, that deep personal side, your relationship with your children and how you feel about Brittany. I mean, that's, that's beautiful. It's a great side of you. And what the, and what the song talks about too is true. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, it talks about his mom came from Carolina, settled down this boy from Georgia. I mean, that's verbatim how that went, you know? And so it's kind of, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of the way it was written. It was just really cool. And for me to kind of be able to almost tell him the story in in a song, you know, of, of how it, how it went down and so uh it was it was cool one of my one of my favorite like i said probably the most personal thing i've ever put on the record and um i was at the end of the day i was, I was glad i put it on so different for me but yeah uh, but really cool really nice but you will definitely need kleenex for that one you're getting ready to head out on your rock and roll cowboy tour you're bringing along gabby barrett and john morgan he's on your new label yeah so john morgan's a guy we kind of discovered about 
a little over a year ago, year mm. and a half ago maybe, and um, he started writing songs with the couple guys in my band, and and um, I think they kind of knew immediately like there was something pretty special about this guy, and so they called me up and said, "You really need to hear this kid," mm-hmm. and so. They, you know, played it for me, and <clears throat> I had him record a little thing in his living room, and you know, him playing guitar, and sent it to me. And I noticed he was like a flawless singer mm-hmm. live. He was obviously a great writer. He was writing cool stuff with those guys, and he was a really good guitar player. And uh, so I basically just called him up. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, what's your story? And he goes, oh, well, you know, I'm about to sign a publishing deal as a as a track guy. And I said, well, what are they paying you? And he told me, I said, well, I'll pay you more. Come write for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, not only that, but I want to sign you as an artist. Wow. I want to sign you to my label and produce your record. And I want to work with you on the artist side of it, too. And so basically right then we just signed him to a publishing deal and a, and a label deal mm-hmm. and um, just kind of brought him into our camp. His first his first ever cut was the Carrie Underwood duet. Right. And um, so I told him, I was like, that's a, that's a pretty good for your first cut, man. <laughs> and uh, he's now, he's on this um, America's Song Contest show that's on NBC. Mm-hmm. He's representing North Carolina on that show. So uh, he's on there. He's going on the road with us this summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, he's just a guy that we're really excited about. And uh, great singer, great guitar player, and just uh, looking forward to seeing what happens. Yeah. Your 10th studio album, Jason, you've got your own label, You've got your Wolf Moon Bourbon. You're a mentor to others. What what's missing in your life? What what other goal do you have? I mean, what more can you do? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I definitely don't feel like anything's missing. I mean, I feel like you know, I'm at a point in my career where, you know, if it all goes away tomorrow, like I've already feel like I've accomplished more than I ever set out to do or thought that I would do in this mm-hmm. business. So, if it all goes away tomorrow, like I'm I'm happy. Yeah. Um, I think at this point in my career, you know, I'm at a point where, you know, I get to do what I want. So, you know, I wanted to kind of create my own label so that I could go sign acts and work with those guys and, mm-hmm. and kind of focus on, you know, stepping out of the artist role, being a producer and, uh, you know, kind of helping other other guys, you know, achieve what they want to achieve, whatever that may be. And so, you know, that's kind of the place I'm at now. And, um, you know, I'm always going to make records and, and tour as long as I feel like people want to come out and mm-hmm. hear what we're doing and, and you know, are interested in, in what I got going on. So um, if that ever stops, then maybe I'll just focus on the producing and the label side of it or, or publishing side or whatever. But, um, you know, it's just kind of that cool point for me right now where I can still have my career and do whatever I want to do. I can also kind of help these other guys and and kind of dabble in other things. And, and so it's been uh, it's been cool to, to kind of be able to do whatever I, kind of whatever direction I want to go. Yeah. I could do that. I have a suggestion. How about a line of Crocs? Jason Aldean Crocs. Luke Combs has already done that. I know, but we can make them better. Come on. I mean, it's only... I don't, can you really dress up a croc? I mean, yes, I, with the gibbets. All right, so we have to plan your gibbets real quick before I let you go. How about we'll have the state of Georgia on there. Okay. Uh, your bourbon. Cool. Uh, a guitar. A guitar. There you go. Carrie Underwood's leg for the hit. Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. G. Yeah. yeah. What well, do you say? I don't know. I, you know, the croc is a... You, know, you wear Crocs. It's, it's Everybody wears Crocs. It's in and out. You know, I wear I wear Crocs to the beach because I can take a water hose and rinse the sand <laughs> off of them. But uh, that's about all I got. I'm, I'm not wearing them in public uh, by any means. Well, we'll work on that. Okay. Would you say this is the happiest you've ever been? Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm just at a point in life now where, you know, I'm not 
trying to chase the music dream and and so worried about if that's going to happen or not and and you know if it doesn't work out i'm gonna have to go get a real job but you know what i mean like all these things of like i put so much time into this and you know i'm at a point now where like i said i mean if it ended tomorrow i'm good with that um family wise my family's healthy and um you know so, so from a personal standpoint you know i'm married to my best friend we have a beautiful family my older girls are, you know, one's in college, one's about to start high school. They're thriving, doing great. So it's just, uh, you know, everybody's everybody's good, and, and that makes me happy. So um, I would definitely say I'm happiest I've been right now for sure. You sound amazing. Georgia in stores now. Thank you, Jason, for being a part of our Odyssey check-in. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.